hello everyone. I'm Dwight McLean, and this is Vale. Vale. See, I was trying to pronounce her name right because before <laughs> I was getting it wrong. Vale. Yes, it's Valeria, but I just go for Vale for short. Vale for short. All right, cool. So tell us about yourself and what are you doing for women out there? Yeah, so I am a love coach for women. I help ambitious women find love. I help them own their standards so they can stop settling. And you offer also online coaching and stuff like that for that. Too. Yeah, so I offer um, online one-on-one -on -one coaching. And honestly, I just saw that there was a big problem, especially with our generation. Um, a lot of ambitious women, they're so focused in their career. They're so driven with their ambition. But they just don't really know how to find the right man. Mm -hmm. And... What's happening now is that that same drive and ambition that gets them so far in their career is actually pushing quality men away. And they don't even know why. Right. And so they get even more focused on their career and kind of just avoid the relationship part. And they feel like if it comes, it comes. And if it doesn't, it doesn't. Right. So you focus on ambitious women, women that yes. are just working their butt off, yes. you know, making ends work for themselves. They're not really dependent on anybody. Okay. Sounds like sounds like me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like me. But, uh, so what exactly do you think they're missing? So I think a big part is that they're actually not really clear with what they want. I think that's the first step is um, helping them get clarity on what they want. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of women, they just, they almost just like don't really take the time to think about it, to um, even like communicate it when they do find a man. And I think that's the first step. And then I would think the second step is actually putting themselves out there because they're so busy in their career and their life, which is a great thing. It's, you know, how they're independent, how they have the things that they have but they're completely overlooking the work that they have to do in themselves to find that healthy, loving partner. Right. So you think it's like more of a personality thing? Because, I mean, they have the ambition to make things work for themselves financially, yes. but more of their personality with dealing with themselves and maybe even knowing what they want in a man. Mm -hmm, I definitely. Mean, I mean, I can kind of relate to that. I mean, I don't really write down things that I want in a woman. In a woman, mm -hmm. I kind of just like focus on working. I focus on, you know, if somebody comes around and maybe if they're attractive, um, and maybe if we get along, we can communicate. They may be something that I'm interested in, and then getting to know them from there. But like you said, I mean, I'm not here just sitting down like, okay, what kind of woman do I want? Yeah. Um, what don't I want? You know what I mean? I'm kind of like not even really looking or choosing either because like you said i'm really focused on my work i'm just giving mm -hmm. a male perspective like my work is probably more important obviously my daughter yeah. is more important than anything and then like dating these days have been like, a little difficult so it's not like okay i need to find a woman right now you know what i mean i'm more focused on let me make some more money exactly <laughs> maybe i can take some trips um maybe i can find a friend to take some trips with or something like that but you're right. Um, that is something that I think men and women that are ambitious need to do. Sit down and maybe even speak with someone like you mm -hmm. on, uh, you know, mapping it out or giving us some direction. Um, the more you get to know us, maybe you can find out something that we don't know about ourselves so we can stop making these same mistakes, um, picking the wrong person. So 
I, I agree with that. I do exactly. agree with that. Um, you know, so I know you offer, you know, counseling and stuff like that for women. And what do you think now? Because I know before it's been different. So now we have social media. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And we have dating apps and we have a lot of options. You know what I mean? And yeah. That can be, a, I think for me, that can be another reason why people are not settling and not really settling. They don't really know what they want because there's so many options there's out there. There's so many, yeah. You know what I mean? They may meet someone and like, all right, this is not working. Let me get back on this dating app. Or and let there's me get back on Instagram. Thousands and, right and there's there. Thousands, right? Exactly. And yeah. Or they may have a crush on somebody on Instagram or, or old ex or a friend. And it's just like, that's just what I see and what I've been through myself. And it's like, it's really hard to focus sometimes. Um, what do you think is the answer or maybe I don't think there's one answer to it, but what do you think the issue is with that? Yeah. Um, so definitely a lot of points that you make, I would say even just, um, jumping back to you explaining how you feel with like your business and you not even like really taking the time to look at what you want in a woman. So that's what's happening like with both women and men and we're human. So we, we want connection. We want intimacy. We want physical touch. So even if we're not looking for these things intentionally, we end up putting ourselves in the situation to have that because we need companionship. And what happens is you end up being in a relationship or dating someone for years And never even having that clear intention of what you wanted. So you spend so much time with them that now you just settle. And it happens for men and women. Mm -hmm. And that's really the biggest reason why the divorce rate is so high in America is because people don't take this stuff seriously. They still find that person because humans are, you know, we're made to bond. And then they end up, being unhappy, having unhappy relationships, dysfunctional marriages, um, raising kids in a toxic environment, and then they end up divorcing. And it's just like a constant cycle of this dysfunctional way of viewing relationships. And the same way I'm sure you take your business seriously, like you, how many times do you sit down and plan out your business? Very, very often. Very often. (laughs) And now these ambitious women are doing the same things with their career, with their studies. But now it's like this side of relationships that is just not important. And that's where social media is an even bigger distraction because now you see so many options. And it's not realistic because, yes, you have so many options. But how many many people do you want to end up with? Right. One. You don't want to end up with a thousand people. You don't want to have kids with a thousand people. You don't want to get married to a thousand people. So it's really, it's not only a distraction, but it's misguiding you to see what you really want because it's always in your face. Mm -hmm. And so I think taking this stuff seriously is so important. I mean, who you're going to spend the rest of your life with, who you're going to bring kids into this world with. That stuff is worth mastering, just like your career, just like your education, just like your business. Like, imagine how many things that trickles down to. It's going to trickle down to your business when you get a divorce and you got to pay how much for marital support, child support. It's going to affect your friendships when you're constantly in toxic relationships. It's going to affect your family. So this is why I feel like 
get rid of the distractions. Like it doesn't mean to delete social media. I don't, I don't think that's, I, I don't think that's the answer, but it's just getting clear on what you want. Well, that's why counseling is going to be important for people. Yes. But they're not going to do what they need to do. Just like I feel like, cause I'm in the fitness industry. It's just going to be like me preaching to somebody about working out mm-hmm. and staying in shape. Um, they're not going to really want to do it until something really bad happens or they're in fear of something or they really, really need help. Um, but we do need to like reach out to people like you or maybe even go on YouTube and look at videos to, you oh, know, yeah. to see what we can do better to fix ourselves. I think right now with social media, the main thing is like everyone is like, oh, I can do it myself or I don't yeah. need a man or <laughs> yeah. I can pay for my own this. I can yeah. pay for my own that or I need a man to pay for all this or all that. And I just think that we're like kind of we got in a little cold and we're not really being open and uh, soft hearted when it comes to uh, people and just really spending the time to get to know somebody first. And uh, I know we were talking about earlier, like, you know, sex. Right. Yeah. So sex is a, another thing. Like, what do you think? Do you think that people should wait to have sex? Do You think that people should wait to get married to have sex? Or do you think that people should, uh, um, you know, get to know each other? I mean, like, when does sex play a hand? Like, is it too early to have sex in a week or a month, three months? Like, what do you, how do you feel about that? Yeah, so that's definitely tricky. And just coming from, like, both a masculine and feminine perspective, it's very different. You know, right. we're two different species. We... We think about it and we process it very differently. And with the culture that we're in right now, with this like immediate gratification, it's all about pleasure, um, sex, uh, being promiscuous and having sex with a lot of people is very normalized. And I don't judge anyone for what they do. You know, your body is your body and however many people you want to sleep with is your prerogative. Um, However, coming from a feminine woman perspective, women release oxytocin when we have sex. So it's literally the hormone that is meant to attach us to another person. Men don't release this when they have sex. So what happens is women naturally, we we all want to feel pleasure. But when they have sex too soon and that commitment from the man isn't there, they start feeling more attached and they start expecting more. And for a man, since that hormone isn't released, they're like, we're good, baby. What's what's wrong? You know, we were chilling before. We're chilling now. Why are you expecting something else? We just, I mean, it's sex. Because it's just not viewed the same way. So that's a really hard part with the dating world now is that it's so normalized. But women have to understand if if you are looking to have sex to have more commitment, you're going about it the wrong way because men don't view it like that. Right. Men men are naturally made to be um, to spread the seed right. like as many times as they can. And that's not how women are wired. So a lot of women think if I have sex with him, he's going to want me more. Or a baby. <laughs> yes. Okay. No, I can I can agree with you on that as far as like a male's perspective. Um, we don't view sex as important as a woman. Mm-hmm. Not saying that sex is not important to us. When in a relationship, 
I think that it, oh, it yeah. is important. Very. But I don't, like you said, we don't have that oxy, oxytocin. Oxy, yeah. Oxytocin. We don't have the oxytocin. And we, as a man, I think that we're looking more of like, can we get along with this person? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Can we deal with their emotions? Um, sex is important. I mean, do you think that sex is, what about if people are in, like later on in a relationship and sex is not that good? Or oh, that's a is, huge, right? huge problem. Like, because as you were saying, like, has women released these oxycodone, oxy, oxytocin, oxytocins, mm-hmm. um, in the beginning, and it, yeah, it makes you, it makes a woman. I can feel it. You know, she yeah. gets more addicted attached. to me, more mm-hmm. attached to me. Things change, right? Yes. She looks at you different. Her eyes yes. are glazing. <laughs> She's like, especially if it was good sex. Yeah. Right? So, um, but what about later on in a relationship? How are how are people fixing this? Because I mean, as men get older. Their testosterone level Drops. is not the same. Mm-hmm. Um, as we get used to the woman, I the mean, drive our, the drive is not yeah. the same, especially if we're like not really getting along that well. Oh, yeah. That. Um, if we're arguing, you know, um, I think, well, I don't, I'm not in it, but I think that that's when we really need some type of help. No, definitely. Yeah. Who are we going to turn to at that type of time? Exactly. Yeah. No, when sex is bad in the relationship, it's a huge problem. Mm -hmm. Um, When sex, I think it was Dr. Phil who I was listening to. um, Like when sex is good in the relationship, it's like 5% what you're thinking about. It's like, oh, all these other things. And it's just like, yeah, sex, blah, blah, blah. But when it's bad, it's 95% of what you're thinking about. Because it's, I mean, it's the only person that you're having sex with, hopefully. Right. Um, and if that's not good, that's going to completely hijack all your thoughts because you can't even fulfill that with the right. person that you're with. Right. She's like, I didn't even get off. I'm not happy right Yeah, now. no, and, and men too. They're like, <laughs> Jesus, like, yeah, she's wearing the same pajamas again, <laughs> like... Can you I dress think, up for me? No, Something? but really, I, and I think I think our culture has that very backwards because it's weird. As like the time goes on, mm-hmm. I see more and more of like women choose to dress up when they go out, right? Like when they mm-hmm. go out and they see strangers. Right. Like where you, why you can't make? But why then you not they don't want to dress up to right. see their man, and it's just like that's backwards you know i'm colombian so like i see the women in colombian it's not like that over there at all like i don't know what it is about american culture where it's like after you're like 35 40 it's like fuck it i'm just not gonna get ready anymore and that's the fear of a man with commitment too oh yeah we're like because in the beginning you know we see things going well and if you've been in in the situation before you know like okay most women they'll get comfortable or they'll Mm -hmm. start gaining weight or not saying that that's a huge issue, but for some men it does, right? Because you're not looking like how I first was with you. And obviously we all age and all that type of stuff, but when you have a way of, you know, taking care of yourself and you're not, you know, that can be a turnoff for a man. That can have him yeah. looking other directions. Um, and that's another part for, for me, you know, personally, like, yeah. you know, it's scared to commit to a woman if she doesn't have like, any type of morals if she's not you know committed to the things that she says if she doesn't mm-hmm. take care of her body um she's not hardworking, a loving person yeah um, maybe she's not maybe she's not gonna be a fit to be a good mother because you know she can't control her you know her emotions or her mm-hmm. attitude and stuff like that um 
that that is a, a lot of reasons why men do run away from relationships. Yeah. Um, as far as like attracting those type those type of women, we may be attracting those type of women too, though. Yes. You know what I mean? Because they may be dressed up or they may be flaunting or doing that type yeah. of to get a man. Mm-hmm. But once they get a man, you know, all <laughs> that all that is over with. And they just basically just tricked us, you know, into getting us. So, you know, yeah. that's why some men don't fully commit. Yeah. They want to see what am I really getting? Yes. You know what I mean? I don't mm-hmm. want to be fooled this time. Um, yeah. So. Yeah, I think I think men do a lot of that and mm-hmm. women don't do enough of that. Right. Because I think men, they, you know, it is more, um, it's more normal for men to kind of have that view of like, oh, well, I, I want to see, you know, what I'm really, really right. getting before I fully commit, especially commit to the point of asking you to be my wife right like that's like i'm gonna think about that a lot mm-hmm. before i do that and unfortunately women they don't really think like that when they're getting into the relationship even as early on as when they're just beginning to date the man right. it's just kind of like let me give 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 without seeing what am i really getting signing back. up for right. like what is this man really showing me? What is he going to, I mean, how is he going to show up in the relationship? And right. a lot of women, when they are interested in a man, they're thinking long term mm-hmm. because we're just wired like that. Like we're not wired to be like, oh yeah, I want to go on 20 dates with 20 different guys. And I don't care if I don't end up with any of them. Like women don't think like that. So I think it's really it's an interesting point to see how men do it so much and then women almost like don't do it at all. Right. I mean, maybe because their emotions are attached yeah. more than a man. A man and they is, overlook. Right. A man is more looking like, you know, do I really like her? Yeah. Just, we're, <laughs> we're questioning ourselves a lot. Yeah. Um, a woman is more emotional based. Like, you know, I like that he's next to me. Yes. I like this mm-hmm. comfort. You know, I feel safe. But not really looking at all the qualities of of him as a character and him and his character, yeah. um, his traits, his habits, yes. stuff like that. So, I mean, I, I've always believed that love, sometimes love makes you blind. You overlook a lot of things because mm-hmm. you're in love with them. But what are you really in love with? Is it the presence? Yeah. Is it, are you the idea, the idea of just having a boyfriend, the companionship, how that person just looks yes. next to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, oh my gosh. Instagram is, <laughs> Instagram is so the, the bad whole goal, with that. The whole goals. Oh thing. my gosh. The, this the is relationship goals. goals the but you don't know goals, what they're going the, through behind closed doors. Oh, it's, and it's a lot of times really messed up. Right. Really dysfunctional. You don't know the issues and yeah. we can't really judge off of what we're seeing. No, not right? at all. We have to work on ourselves and, Find somebody that is willing to work with us. Yes. Too, because yeah. I mean, we're not that, really- I mean that's a huge point. I I think the the biggest reason for breakups for all of that is um, we get selfish, mm-hmm. you know. And I I have felt it before yeah, in my too. relationships. Yeah, like I've been super selfish, um, expecting the man to do everything for me and give me everything while I give like. Your minimum this much because i and and you know we're trying to protect ourselves i right. get it we're um we don't want to get hurt nobody does but that idea of wanting to protect and to like i'm right is will kill a relationship 
Well, completely. Especially because that energy is felt by both sides. Right. And most likely both sides will close up. Right. And then that's that's it. Right. A relationship is about both giving 100%. Right. And I think that we both have to take our ego out of it and actually try to come to an understanding. Yes. And communicate properly, not with so much emotion and anger, right? So that we can actually get to the solution instead of yes. talking about the problem. Mm-hmm. And, and the speaking. blaming. Right. Right. Because everybody wants to be, nobody wants to be wrong. Nobody wants to be the reason of issues. You know what I mean? And no one's just going to accept things unless they're just fed up, right? Yeah. Like I'm just done with this. Fine. It was me. Yeah. But what are good, what are qualities of a good man? Like, can you name out some good qualities? I know that everybody is going to be like a woman's going to want something different out of a man. Mm-hmm. But what are some qualities that a man, you know, how does a man, I mean, how does a woman know that she has a good man? You know? Yeah, I think that definitely um, it depends like by individual what mm-hmm. you want in a man. Right. I do think that there are a few things that can really tear up a relationship and can actually make it healthy, loving and sustainable. Mm-hmm. And I get these from the man himself, Tony Robbins. I love uh, Tony Robbins. Yes, Tony <laughs> is a man. And it was actually him and his wife, Sage, that did a podcast, and they talked about the three U's for um, women and then the three C's for men. And the three U's for women that will, I mean, it'll just crush her feminine spirit and not make her want to open up to you to love you, to cherish you, to respect you. And those are, if a woman feels unseen, this is detrimental because as women, we want our partner to notice little things. And for guys, they're kind of just like, babe, like, of course you look beautiful. Like, that's why I'm with you. But Mm -hmm. it's just like those little things, like, even if it's like, babe, those are beautiful shoes. Like, and then she's like, oh my gosh, aren't they? Like, they're so cute. Compliments. Yes. Just little things are like, wow, like you've been working so hard lately. I'm so proud of you. Like when, when I can genuinely feel like you see me, you see not me, not even just me physically, but you see what I'm doing or wow, babe, the house looks amazing. Little things like that just it like fuels us up. And if a woman doesn't feel seen, that's honestly one of the biggest reasons why women end up cheating is because they feel so unseen in their relationship that men outside of their relationship are seeing them. And that's a big reason why women will cheat. Um, another big one is when women don't feel understood and This can be a big problem because as men, like you guys are wired to solve the issue. So when I come to you like, you know, like, God, like I had such a long day at work and then this person did this. And then like, I'm not necessarily asking you to fix my problem. You don't need to solve it. I just need you to hear me. I need you to sympathize with me and I need you to just be there for me. Like, I don't need you to solve everything. But I think men, like, they get they get either, like, I don't want to hear her or, okay, well, what can we do to fix it, babe? Like, do you right. need me to go here? And then we feel, like, rushed. We're like, 
Like, no, I no. didn't. I didn't tell you to do anything. I just want you to like hear me out. All right. And then the last one is if a woman feels unsafe. So if a woman feels unsafe at all, that will immediately move, like have her close up. She won't open up to you. And I mean, think about it. Like the scariest thing for a woman to either be hurt or killed is by a man. Like even just that alone. So if I feel unsafe, that is going to immediately make me close up. And it's actually going to bring out a lot more masculine qualities in me because I feel like I have to protect myself. Like you can't protect me. So I don't know how, like, if you've ever even heard this before or how that's been, like, in your previous relationships. Um, if anyone has ever gone through a breakup with a girlfriend, <laughs> I can guarantee you she felt at least one or three of these things. Yeah. No, those sound really similar. Yeah. Very familiar. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, that's that's not surprising yeah for one and two is men we think totally different like how you said like we are trying to solve your problems if you're coming to us with problems we're like, yeah okay like how can we solve this you know how can we you're do the something? woman i love like right what can i do right so you saying that taught me a lot you know because sometimes you guys just need somebody to listen to you mm -hmm. and just be there for you while you you know go through cry whatever while we whatever you're going yeah. through so yeah, that's very interesting. Like I said, I've, I learned a lot right there. Um, me personally, in my past, I mean, if someone's going through an issue, I'm going to obviously I want to. OK, so how can we handle this? You know, or how can I make you feel better about the situation? Mm -hmm. um, the older I get, I'm understanding that sometimes they just want to express themselves or yeah. they just want to like, you know, that's just how I'm feeling right now. It's not that I want to do anything about it. Yeah, I just feel this way. You know, so it, it takes a lot of understanding for a man to get to that level of understanding of a woman because Definitely. we can take it as complaining. Yes. You know, yeah, you can take you're it like, jeez, like why is she always <laughs> nagging or yes, you're like complaining or like, and then yeah. we can get upset because maybe you're not doing anything about it. Yeah. You know, we feel like, okay, so you're talking about this all the time. Can we do something about this? Mm -hmm. Or, is this something that I just have to listen to and yeah. just be there for you? Yeah, no, that's definitely a very key point. Um, <laughs> if she is just always complaining right. and nagging, Some balance, that right? is, yeah, that's, so this is definitely, I'm talking about a very conscious relationship right. where she might just actually be just overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. She might be stressed. Um, like an outer problem coming into you as a safe place to just tell you and then, you can very kindly, lovingly say, like, I'm here for you. If there's any way that I can support you, if there's anything that I can do, you just let me know. Mm -hmm. And then you just tell her, and I'm here for you. Right. Whatever it do. You, and always ask, like, is there anything else? Mm -hmm. Because then that makes them feel like, okay, I'm like, he's actually listening to me. He's even asking me if I have anything else to say. Mm -hmm. That's really important because that makes us really feel heard. And if she is just complaining and nagging, that's a whole nother. Yeah, yeah that that's completely separate, and that another needs person. that needs help. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and then for men, um, the three C's that will completely kill 
all polarity of a relationship and make a guy go just numb and not want to be with you at all um, is being criticized. Criticizing a man? Yes, criticizing a man. Um, I think as women, we are very used to coaching other women. We're very used to helping our girlfriends. And we take that same approach into our romantic relationship. And it's extremely damaging because men, your partner doesn't want to be coached by you. Your partner doesn't want to be criticized by you. You're partner doesn't want any of that and I think that's where the nagging and the complaining comes about because if she's always criticizing something that you do or that we're not doing or that you're not doing Mm -hmm. and not even like being able to verbalize in a healthy way Mm -hmm. what she wants because women um we're very like implicit Uh, thinkers and the way we view things and men are very explicit so I might be thinking I'm telling you something of what I don't like Mm -hmm. but in your but not at all yeah it's not direct not at all so we don't understand at all and we don't understand direct we're just like what did you say yeah (laughs) you're like you're just complaining again because for our end we're not being clear and now we're just criticizing you for right. thinking that you should know what we're saying. Right. What, what like when people say you never do this or you're always yeah. those words right there are like detrimental to a man after a while. Right. Oh, yeah. Because we feel like we're not we're not you're not making them happy, not making you happy. So yeah. why am I here? Why am I even here? You know? Yeah. And um, yeah, that's that sounds I mean, my friends. My friends say the same thing, you know, they either. They're trying to help, but they feel like they're not very helpful at all. And I yeah. think that most of it is because, you know, the communication is not there. Direct communication, mm-hmm. exactly what I want, yeah, how I want explicit, it. explicit, yeah. And I think that maybe we fear telling somebody what exactly we want Definitely, out of them. Definitely, yeah. Because those conversations don't happen mm-hmm. very often. I know in my past relationships, yeah. the conversations don't happen. It kind of like, you kind of wait to see if that person fits for you. Instead of instead of telling them telling this is them, what I need exactly out yeah. of you and this is what I this is what makes me happy or yes you know this is my favorite color or it's my yeah. favorite food or you know yeah no women have a really hard time doing that and right. being very direct and you ha- it's very strategic you know you have to be very good at negotiating because if you're asking someone for twenty things in that month to do. No one's going to want to do that. Even the man that loves you and wants to spend the rest of his life with you is going to be like, Jesus. Right. Like, you can't even tell yourself to do 20 new things that month and stick to it. Right. So now why are you going to think that someone else is going to do that? Right. We have too high expectations for yeah. a partner. Yeah. And then it gets really lost in translation when you're not even being clear about what you want. Right. Because she might be criticizing you about... You know, the house is dirty and you just never help me with the house. But what she's really probably feeling is not seen at the house. Right. So she's probably feeling like when she does clean, you never appreciate it. When she does do something new, you don't appreciate it. And then it comes out in criticism. Right. That's why these things are so critical to have in a relationship. Mm -hmm. Um, 
And then I would say the next one is being controlled. Um, no man wants to be controlled. That can almost sound like if a woman is direct, it could sound like she's being controlling. Controlling. Though, yeah. Right? No. Yeah. But that's based why on how she's communicating it. Definitely. The way that she's communicating. That's why this work is so important and we're <laughs> not taught it. Right. So that's why it's worth mastering because if you're just being super direct, that can also come off as very masculine. And now it's like, okay, am I supposed to take orders from you? Right. Like that's another thing is when, when, when women, I know as much as we don't like to hear this, I have to say it when we are being direct and we're asking for something, this is always just an ask. Mm -hmm. This is not certain. They don't have to do it. Mm -hmm. You know, when you ask someone like, Hey, can you do this? Or, Hey, it means a lot. It, when you do this or right. could you not do this you could be as direct as possible but when you ask for something that's that's all it is right. it's not a demand it doesn't mean because i do all of this you need to do this mm -hmm. and i think women often think like if i ask for something they should do it and yes if you're in a loving relationship where you're also asking in a loving way mm -hmm. can you do this Yes, the man, if you're with a good, loving man, should be able to hear you out and try to work on that. Mm -hmm. But it's only a request. Right. It's only a request. Right. And if he doesn't do it, then that's data for you to, you know, kind of see, okay, is this someone that I want to be with? Right. Because this is important to me and he's not willing to do it. Right. But that doesn't mean criticize him more, control him more do this more right? because that's not going to change anything. Right. I feel like a lot of that comes from our upbringing. Oh yeah. Um, like, you know how we were raised, um, you know, some people just don't know how to communicate properly. Some people are in households that were just chaotic. Um, and that's why I'm happy that we're doing this podcast because, um, you know, a lot of people need to hear, you know, how to communicate properly, how to respect your partner. Um, you know, because, there's not a lot of coaches out there doing that. And like you said, it depends on who you're getting advice from. Are you getting advice from this friend that doesn't really want to <laughs> secretly see you happy or yeah. has no idea about Who's relationship in toxic advice? relationships to themselves? Right. And they're single. They're Yeah. You know, oh, the single, the, single the single ones I give advice are the best. Right. Right. So the older I get, I mean, I can't really give people that much advice, right? Because they have to go through things on their own. Yeah. You don't know what that person's doing in their relationship for mm -hmm. that to even be happening. Um, how do you feel about people getting advice from outer sources that are not really helpful and maybe even damaging their relationship? Yeah, no, I honestly think it's terrible. <laughs> I think it's really awful and, and not saying it because I coach in this area, just saying it because you know, even for my personal experience in the past, like when I would ask friends or when I would ask other people, like it's the blind leading the blind, right. like no one, they don't have the right answers. Right. And, you know, I, I started hearing this, I don't know, probably like in college when you don't ask for advice from someone when they don't have the result that you want. Right. So I'm not going to ask, you know, my college professor how to start 
as an entrepreneur startup when that's not what they want. That's not what they value that. So I didn't get a lot of like business advice from my professors because they didn't see my vision as an entrepreneur. Right. So why would I ask a girlfriend <laughs> for relationship advice when she is so lost herself? They have no one else to turn to. Yeah, you have, you know, and, and that's the bad part is because, like, it starts just becoming um, like a, a drama soap opera like wine night with girlfriends right and so all the girls get together they're drinking they're complaining about how awful all of these guys are mm -hmm. how their dates suck how this guy's not texting him back they're just trashing men right. and then they're wondering why they don't find a man that loves and respects them right it's like well you trash men all the time you're you're not getting any help yourself right what wh where is that gonna lead you Nowhere. Yeah. Nowhere. And and people just don't take the time or the investment to do this stuff. Mm -hmm. So it's like, what else do you expect? All right. If you want, if you have issues with your relationship or if you want a good relationship, it's like if I'm an athlete, I wanted to be the best. I have to seek coaching. I have to yes. seek a professional <laughs> that can help me. And like I said, you've been helping me out a lot just listening because you do, like, if you're in a relationship, you do need coaching. You know what I mean? You do need a good advice from somebody that's not your best friend, somebody that's not your mom or your dad or, you know, your cousin that they may have the best interest, but they're not giving you the best advice because they're not a professional in that league. Yeah, Maybe you can seek somebody that's been married, you know, yeah, long marriages that mm -hmm. they're happy and they're, they're communicating yeah, properly. Yeah, that's a way better person uh, to even just ask if you have someone like that in your family, you know. Right. At Christmas time, Thanksgiving, maybe talk to them and right. not talk to like the crazy aunt or uncle that's just like, how many people are you sleeping with tonight? <laughs> like, all right. And I think we just all want that power couple though. Yeah. At the end of the day, you know, we're all for looking sure. for somebody that can help us, you know, build and we can have a great relationship with. We yes. can take all those great Instagram pictures. Yeah, we and all want really it. be happy, not just happy for the photos. Yeah. Like we're actually happy in real life. And it takes a lot of work. Um, I think that, like you said, we need the solid advice. We need to be able to communicate properly. Um, and, you know, what do you think about, like, even breakups? Like, when people break up, does it have to be tension? Does it need to be uh, bad blood? Um, what What do you think about that? Like, <laughs> I'm going to break some hearts here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, um, no, <laughs> it's not a good idea. Um it's reading the same book that has the same ending. Right. It's literally just as simple as that. I, I do think people can change, of course. Mm -hmm. um, I've changed so much myself. Mm -hmm. um, but that being said, I've changed over time and I've changed out of my free will. Mm -hmm. It wasn't because someone else was asking me to change. I changed because I wanted to. Right. Because I didn't want to keep living the way that I was. Mm -hmm. And it's been, a, you know, it, it's been a long change. Like, it's not something that just happens quick. And I think with the breakups, it's just people, maybe they've already invested a lot of time. Maybe they've already put a lot of energy. Um, maybe there's a kid involved. Mm -hmm. Maybe there's just a lot of, uh, I think it comes down to familiarity. Mm -hmm. 
with that person and they just feel comfortable. They don't want to risk opening themselves up to another person because everyone has their own shit bag. No matter who you're (laughs) with, they have their own pile of shit that they're going to bring to you. And a lot of times we think that that is like that is more scary than staying with what you know because it's unfamiliar. Mm -hmm. But I am here to tell you that unfamiliar is good. That is really good. It's not a bad thing. Being, uh, it's just, as humans, we fear uncertainty a lot. And I think that's why people go back even to those toxic relationships because at least it's certain and you know what you're going to get. So don't go back to your, (laughs) don't go back to your toxic ex, even if the sex is good. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, for (laughs) women, please, please don't. The dick is not worth it. It's not. It'll leave you so more messed up. Right. So much more messed up. Right. Um, Jumping back, though, to the last C um, for men is being closed off. When women are closed off to them, Mm -hmm. that will make a man shut off. And it definitely won't make you want. It definitely won't make them want to understand you, want to see you, want to keep you safe because you're closed off to them. And a man needs to feel like he can win with you. He Mm -hmm. needs to feel like he can make you happy because if not, it's like, why am I here? Right. Like. You don't, you don't even want to open yourself up to me. So definitely just to like summarize that, um, you know, for men, see your women, appreciate the little things, make her feel like you enjoy her presence. You want to keep finding like literally like as a man, like trigger yourself to like almost make it a game. Like today for the rest of the week, like I'm going to find one new thing about my girlfriend, my wife that I enjoy that I admire that I love and just see how she responds to that and then um understand her you don't need to solve everything for her just empathize with her see her hold space for her and just tell her like I'm here for you is there anything else and then make her feel safe because if a woman does not feel safe with you and she doesn't feel like she's protected that will close her off and just heighten her masculinity to a place that you're not going to want to match because now she feels like she has to protect herself because you can't protect her. Right. And then for women, praise your man, make him feel good. Like make men love that. Oh, pump me up, baby. Seriously <laughs> though. I don't know why women like they're like that in the beginning, but then as right. soon as they are like in long-term relationships, mm-hmm. they just stop doing that stuff. And it's like, no, that that's like the little kid in a guy that's like, Oh yeah. I look good, don't I? Huh? Mm-hmm. Like when he's walking out with a new shirt, like say something, praise right. him for all the stuff that he does for you. Right. And don't control him. You know, he's not like you. He's not ever going to be like you. And that's why you love him. Mm-hmm. And you also like as a man, like don't control your woman, don't mm-hmm. control your woman. Mm-hmm. And then the last one for women is just to be open with your man. Like don't close off with him because if, if he feels you closing off, he's going to do less. And that's just going to make you more closed. And it's probably going to be like shortly after the end of your relationship. Because once two people are closed, there's nothing left. Mm-hmm. Unless you just now have a biz- business transaction and you guys are just roommates instead of lovers. Right. 
That's all bad. Yeah. Well, terrible. So what can a woman do to keep her man? To keep? Um, explain that a little bit more. What do you mean by keep? I mean, you know, some people have that saying like, oh, she can't keep a man because she's running around from man to man. And some people may think that there's something wrong with her. Oh, okay. Other than the men, or maybe it's the men that she's choosing. Mm-hmm. You know, for the women that are, you know, dating and they just can't find the right man. Um, mm. Is it something they're just that like constantly they're just constantly dating people in and out? Yeah. Um, do they just not know what they want? Um, yeah, I wish there was just like one clear answer because like working with the clients that I work with, hearing stories from my friends, my personal experience, it's definitely like a lot of things that put you in that situation um it definitely all goes back to yourself Mm -hmm. and not that it's your fault at all but it's definitely your responsibility for who you do choose and if you choose to do work on yourself or not Mm -hmm. um i think what could i say like maybe the biggest thing is i see a lot of women with the mentality that if they give more, the man is going to appreciate them more and the man is going to want to commit to them, want to be in a long-term relationship with them. Um, and this is early on. I'm not talking about when you're already well-established or if you're married. Give, give. Giving is always the answer. But I'm talking about early on when that commitment, that, um, like, the monogamy, like all of that isn't already solidified. Mm -hmm. I think women have it very backwards with how much they should give. It's almost like they're trying to sell themselves. Like, it's like, look at me. Like I I can, I can cook. Mm -hmm. I just thinking about Cardi's song. (laughs) I don't cook. I don't clean. Oh man. The art generation is so, so I mean, the music that we listen to, yeah, it's for sure. So backwards. Um, and it's just, it's heightening all that masculinity up so much. And it's just like, I don't need a man. I don't need this. I don't need that. Right. And then it's like, okay, well then why are you always single? Why are you always breaking up with right. men? Like, Do you think those people are secretly unhappy? Um, with being themselves? single? For yeah. sure. Right. Oh, but they just a, try to act like they're so cool and they're so front. tough. Yeah, it's a total front. But And I understand it because I used to be like that. Mm-hmm. I totally used to be like that. And it's just that sense of masculinity because as women, you know, we've been conditioned to have to protect ourselves. Like I grew up with a single mom. She had to show me how to be masculine and feminine mm-hmm. out of survival. But that led me to be really masculine. And it worked in a lot of different aspects. Like I'm on my second business. I, you know, everything that I've gone, I've earned on my own. I do not come from money. I come from a lot of dysfunctional family traits. Um, So everything that I've gone, I've gone on my own, which it's obviously served me in that sense. But for previous relationships, it hurt me a lot because I would come in there super masculine and what i ended up attracting was very feminine men and they didn't look feminine mm-hmm. you know they're big tough guys but mm-hmm. then as soon as i got in a relationship it was like i was doing everything mm-hmm. and i think that's what's happening to a lot of women is that they're they're like 
totally overcompensating for just not really knowing what they want. Like they feel like they have to do everything in order to keep a man. And that just repels men away. Right. Because you don't let them step up Mm -hmm. to be a man. You don't let them do anything for you or with you. Right. Because it's like, well, you can do everything yourself. So what do you need me for? This ambitious woman. (laughs) <laughs> and then now it's like that oh he's just intimidated by me and my strength yeah bitch he is because you're over here trying to fight with who's like who's stronger right right and he's out in the world fighting other men mm-hmm. he doesn't want to get home and fight his woman who is trying to like size him up right right yeah that's interesting that's very interesting because today's society, I do see a lot of women being. I'm sure you've had to have seen it. Very, very masculine. Um, I just think with social media and when people get hurt, they kind of like rebel. And then now oh, it's yeah. like all men are terrible or there's no mm-hmm. good men out there. I hear it all the time. There's no good men out there. All men cheat, um, you know, and just holding men to these standards that. You know, they don't really hold themselves to either. So, um, you know, it, it goes back to, like you said, you know, yourself. You know, you need to find a lot of that love and that um, confidence in yourself and not look to men to be, you know, this superhero and just, you know, be able to work with that person, be able to communicate with that man, um, be able to understand where he's coming from, too, as well, you know, because... You've been you've been teaching me a lot, but I think a lot of men don't understand women. You oh know yeah, what I mean? no, men, women don't understand men, and men yeah. don't understand women. It's so you know communication is going to be key, very confusing. You know about what we want, and yeah. you know, and where that woman came from. You know, yeah. she may be fearful to talk about her past or her past relationship, and now putting those same ties on you, and holding you up to a certain level, and her grudges are not over from her from her yeah. ex. You know, mm-hmm. she hasn't let those walls down and same for men, you know, mm-hmm. same for men, you know, thinking that maybe a man was che- cheated on or anything like that. From my own personal experience, you know, you're going to look at your past and kind of judge the person, whether good or bad, like, oh, she doesn't do this or, oh, she still does that. Or, yeah, you know what I mean? Definitely. We kind of get past that person and then judge and basically get to know the person for who they are and not yeah. really compare them. To, to another other person. people, yeah, yeah definitely. So that's, I think that's important as well. So, um, yeah, I know you were talking about, you know, women that, you know, are being very masculine and stuff like that. But do you think that comes from, uh, you know, maybe they didn't, weren't having, they didn't have a father or maybe their mother mm-hmm. had bad issues with their mother? Um, I think that we all have issues with our upbringing that make us a way that we are now. And um, that's why I just love what you're doing as far as, like, coaching women and uh, helping them see with a, di- a different perspective, like you said, not from a friend. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think this conversation was great. Um, yeah. I don't know if there's anything else that you want to hit on the head. Um, but, yeah, you um, can. I mean, I, I definitely feel like we talked about some amazing topics. I hope that all the viewers can get a lot of value out of this. Um, and, yeah, it's it's not – it's not that it's like women's fault that the way that, you know, our society values masculinity so much more than femininity. Like right. femininity is looked as weak 
mm-hmm. you know, and even um, that's how I used to see it. Like I used to see like I don't I don't need a man to sweep me off my feet or, you know, rescue me like I don't need that. And it's it's just so um, like miscued on what that actually looks like, because I still don't need a man. Mm-hmm. I don't need him to live. I don't need him to provide, but I'm better with him doing that. Right. Like it makes it, it makes my life happier. It makes me a better woman. It makes me able to focus on more creative things. It makes me be able to feel more alive in nature, in the places that like kind of spark all of that feminine flow. Mm -hmm. And so it's not at all like, you need this, but you want it and you don't know how to get it. So I think that's one of the things that I help women with the most is just getting clear on what they want and how to actually get it. And then when they get it, how to receive it, because it's so unfamiliar that when women do end up in um, a relationship with a great quality man, a lot of the times they'll sabotage it. And, and it might happen. It really might happen maybe even once or twice. Like when a woman is so damaged from past relationships. Um, but the whole goal is to get you as far away from that. And just so that when you do give, it doesn't feel like you're giving everything. Because that's what happened is women give so much that they're left with nothing. And then the things that the man does do is never good enough. Because you're expecting him to give as much as you do, but how much you give is not healthy. Right. It's not healthy for you and it's not sustainable. Right. And it's not a realistic expectation for them to do. Correct. Yeah. So. Yeah. I think that's very true. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a lot of learning. It's yeah. a lot of learning and. Very complicated. Yeah. It can be very complicated. Yeah. <laughs> and that's why I think it's so important to have a coach really because like, You know, you can read books, you can listen to podcasts, you can watch videos. um, But then when you find yourself in the situation like, oh, my God, I'm dating this guy. And like, Mm -hmm. do I do this? Do I do that? That's where I feel like it's so important to have a coach because I can walk you through what to do in the scenarios that happen to you, not in the book scenario or the you know, wherever else you're hearing something. It's like I can walk you step by just like when you have a trainer Mm -hmm. as Like I can go do a workout at the gym, but if I'm there with you, you're like, whoa, your form is all the way up and you're actually going to really hurt yourself. Right. Somebody looking from the outside in on your, on your life or whatever you're doing is very important. So seek coaching, look for Val, (laughs) let them know your Instagram. Yes. Um, I go by love coach Vale and I would love to answer any questions and help out any of you ladies that, are interested in working with me and are interested in getting to that relationship where you actually feel seen, you feel heard, mm-hmm. you feel loved. And if you're ready for that, please hit me up. Mm-hmm. I think that um, you're very knowledgeable in your field. You taught me a lot today. <laughs> um, do you do you coach men too? I don't know that there's men probably listening. Do you coach men too? Or is that Cause I know it'd probably be different coaching a man yeah. than from a woman because 
It's way different. It's I way do different. not. Yeah, it's I way do different. not coach men. Yeah. Um, I do know people that do. Mm-hmm. If any men are interested, um, I can refer them out. But yeah, just like you know, we're, we're so different. Yeah, a male, we're a so male different. and a woman talking constantly may not always turn out to be good. No, and <laughs> the yeah, no, yeah, no. But I am <laughs> more than happy to answer any of you ladies um, if you have any questions and. Yeah, let's just try to stay away from these dysfunctional relationships and the dysfunctional dating life. All right. Stay away from toxic. Don't get bored and go back to toxic. Yeah, don't get bored and go back to toxic. <laughs> Even if it's good. No, don't do it. It's not worth it. All right. You heard it from her. <laughs> all right. Thank you all for listening. I hope that this provided value for you and we definitely will do it again. Oh, yeah, we will. Yeah. We will link up again. Thank you guys for joining TaylorMade Podcast. I hope you guys love the guest. Um, she is great. She's very knowledgeable. Um, and I've been following her myself, been learning about women following her. So, you guys, make sure you follow her. We're going to post her Instagram. I hope you guys have a great day.